Everyone, at this point, I think it goes without saying, this is a very Ratatouille-friendly podcast. Both the dish and the film, I'm going to come clean. I've never made Ratatouille. Let's take it deeper. I've never had Ratatouille, and it pains me to say that. But it's true. And it's on the summer bucket list. Make and have Ratatouille. Gotta do both. Either way, it's still a fantastic movie. A lot of great scenes. I think a very notable scene, maybe the most memorable, not necessarily the greatest, but the most memorable. Uh, We go to Gusto's center table sits Anton Ego. I'm going to dub him biggest critic in France. That's appropriate. It doesn't actually order anything. Let's Linguini figure it out. Should I say Remy? Ratatouille. Before him... A dish that Mr. Ego had probably had, oh, I'm going to say a lot over his life. But it took one bite. Fork goes in, takes a little bit into his mouth. I think the word I'm going to use, thrusted. 65 years in reverse. French countryside. Uh, Mr. Ego, then little Ego, nine years old, riding his bike, falls, scrapes his knee, a little maroon pigment. Blood dripping down the shin, his mother embracing him. It's a hug, it's a kiss, it's the wiping of a tear on his eye. Then it's the placing. Bowl of ratatouille in front of him, steam. I'd like to think almost wetting his nostrils. I believe it was his left hand. A spoon. Deep concave in the spoon. Almost unrealistically deep. Then again, it's an animated movie. Ego dives in. Big portion into his mouth. Face goes blank. Thrusted back 65 years later, present day in the movie. We all know what happened to Ego. And I think we've experienced something very similar, maybe not as intense, but we've tasted something, felt something, heard something, smelled something. And we're automatically just brought back to an old memory. Wanted or unwanted, I don't know. It's, that really is up to the sense. A skunk, rampant in public. Get a bit of a whiff. 15 years old, canyon, smoking weed for the first time. You try to take a hit properly, your first one ever. You're a little anxious, and you don't know where the carp is. Better yet, you don't even know what a carp is. Better yet, I still don't actually know what a carp is. But you don't do it correctly, so you gotta go round two, and then you get it correctly. You feel a little rebellious. It's still legal at this time. Going against the law. All from a skunk. Uh, Maybe you crack open a can of cranberry lime seltzer water, and before you know it, you've got a headache. And for some reason, you hear house music. And you go, you smell a little vomit. You're all of a sudden, Omnia, Las Vegas, bachelorette party. Maybe you go back home from a college break, you hop in that 99 Accord, turn in the car, plug in the iPhone, the first song that pops up, ADHD, Kendrick Lamar. You're reminiscing about high school, going to high school parties, having them rolled at 10 p.m., going to Jack in the Box, getting a milkshake, calling it a night. Those moments are so powerful. And it's mind-blowing. 
They don't happen often, but when they do, it's usually very special. And I had a very similar moment happen to me just the other night. It was 11 p.m. and I was walking downstairs. The only things on my feet, Nike dry fit socks, quick tangent, everyone. I have been saying Nike free drift sock, I think the past four months and no one has corrected me. So let's ask some questions. Did you all know I was saying it incorrectly and you thought it was funny or did you not catch it? Or did you think it was Nike free drift? It's Nike dry fit. I'm a little embarrassed. I think that's hilarious because all I had to do when I was recording this podcast was literally look downstairs and I'm doing it right now. Dry fit, dry dash fit, dry spelled D-R. It's okay. You know what? We're past it. I I was walking downstairs with nothing but a pair of Nike dry fit socks on my feet. I explore the hardwood. I walk towards the fridge. Each step seems like I'm getting some crumbs embedded in the fabric. With each step those Nike dry fit socks getting a little too familiar with puddles of stale juice. The door opens, out comes peanut butter. Yes, I refrigerate peanut butter. The door closes, the spoon following suit. From there, I'm rotating, staring at a bunch of bananas, literally a bunch, four of them together. But I'd been away for the weekend. They were maybe eight, possibly nine days old, not banana bread level just yet, but we're getting close. And everyone, I don't buy bananas often, but it seems the longer you let them sit, the more pungent their aroma becomes. And this aroma, foreign to me, I get closer. And the left hand now securing the bunch, right hand grabbing the youngest one, quick little twist and pull. And as I pull, that aroma, that pungent aroma in my face, almost slapping me, no, uh, loading the rocket ship take me back to the past 1998 maybe 1999 i'm four years old got myself an oversized bmw t-shirt on the shorts their cargo dark blue and the shoes with dead grass in the velcro i think they're light up it was a field day the entire school coming out to play games and myself being in preschool one of the younger students a little nervous It wasn't a uniform. I'm going to say it's an accessory, but my class, we put together macaroni necklaces prior and we all were wearing them, but a little nervous. Again, one of the youngest people there, I start fidgeting with my necklace. Somehow I've detached a dried piece of macaroni from normal string. I don't know if I untied it, but I had it in my hand. I didn't want to put it in my pocket and I wasn't about to litter. I took that piece of macaroni. Keep in mind, I'm young, I'm innocent. I know evil in the world, but very little of it. That macaroni gets nice, gets settled, really makes itself at home in my right nostril. And you know, the funny thing about getting a piece of macaroni wedged up in your nostril when you're four years old, uh, your motor skills, not that developed. I got that puppy deep up in there. To the point where I triggered a nosebleed, and it wasn't just any nosebleed. It was a colossal nosebleed. That extra large BMW t-shirt, light orange, now sparkled with red. But really coming down my face, quick to help, not a teacher, but a chaperone. We had to go inside the school. I had to exit field day. I had to go to the nurse's office 
and have the nurse take some tweezers, stick them up my nose, I'm four years old, and remove a piece of macaroni. Now, let me get this straight. You think I'm going to go back out there to field day after what just happened. Okay. No, everyone, I got an early lunch. I'm alone in the classroom, myself and a chaperone. If anything, my cheeks rosy red, but that's from embarrassment. That's from crying. My eyes not watered, but a bit of salt kind of encrusting around the outside. Uh, No macaroni in that right nostril, but a Kleenex. In front of me, brown paper bag, three items in it. Peanut butter and jelly sandwich, the crust is cut off, a fruit roll-up, and a banana. I dump it all out on the table. I attack the fruit roll-up first. Then I get physical with that PB&J. Last but not least, the banana. Boom. That pungent aroma. I'd been here before. In my kitchen holding three bananas in my left hand, one in my right, standing in my Nike dry fit socks.